1: My name is Zach Selwyn. You may remember me as a host from ESPN, Attack of the Show, or even Immortalized, that competitive taxidermy show on AMC. We lasted one episode. Anyway, three times a week, I'm bringing you the realest fake news of the day. It's the Saturday Night Live News Desk, but in an audible format. Listen to the Audio Up News Network on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey, Dennis Quaid here, and I want to tell you about The Orange Tree. Now, I have recently started a podcast network called Audio Up, and much as I prepare for movie roles, I've been researching the podcast landscape and listening to hundreds of podcasts. One in particular stopped me in my tracks. The Orange Tree. It's a true crime podcast series told with such authenticity and care by Haley Butler and Tinu Thomas, two journalists who were University of Texas students when they started reporting on the story. It's about the 2005 murder of a young woman named Jennifer Cave near the University of Texas at Austin campus. What struck me most was the thorough examination of the case and the exclusive access granted to these two young reporters. What makes this true crime story so unique is their perspective. They're two young women who are the same age as Jennifer Cave and at very similar points in their lives. The Orange Tree is engaging, it's thoughtful, and really, really powerful. Take a listen to The Orange Tree on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts today.
0: Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. Hey guys, welcome
4: to the show. How are you doing? It's Scott Lips, and you are listening to another episode of Lip Service. Today is Wednesday, April 15th. Very easy to forget what day it is now. Every day actually feels like the same day to me, but it's Wednesday the 15th. Coming up on today's show, we have the amazing brothers from Palo Royale. They're actually going to perform a live song for us uh, via Zoom, which is the first time we've ever done that before. The news is changing every day. How are you guys feeling? How are you holding up? Are you guys getting outside? God, who knows when this will be uh, all over? It's a very scary time. I'm thinking maybe June. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that things can have a, a little bit of a semblance of a normal life again. Uh, it's the 57th episode today. It's crazy to feel like we've been doing this for almost two years now. And uh, really happy to have you guys here. Excited for our show today. If you like the show, please tell. 10 friends, 100 friends, tell a bunch of friends about the show. The show is free. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. And please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and give me some feedback on the show. Love to uh, have your great comments about the show. It's always really helpful. And um, we're going to talk to the guys today just about how they're dealing with the pandemic, how it is to release new music uh, in this era of the coronavirus. And we're definitely about 6,000 feet apart. They're Uh, quarantine in their house up in the Hollywood Hills and I'm here down in Hollywood and so we have a bit of a sometimes with the Zoom stuff it's a bit of a challenging audio but this should be a great show excited for it hopefully the live song will come out great and um, yeah I'm looking forward to it coming up in just a moment the boys in Palais Royale
3: you're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips
4: hey guys how are you
3: doing well Scott awesome
4: awesome do you have a, are you guys on a uh, shared computer or a cell phone over there?
3: Uh, we're just on cell phone. Cell phone. Yeah.
4: yeah. Awesome. Well, obviously the idea of social distancing with the boys in Palo Royale doesn't apply to this video. Are you guys quarantining together? Are you living together?
5: Uh, so we live right down the street from each other. It's like we, yeah. we were with Well, we each see each other like every other day, so yeah. we just have to write with each other. So I'm like, if we somehow get it, we, we're we in it together. I think it's like when we
3: we were on tour when all of this started happening, so it's like The people we were surrounded by when we were in Europe, and then got back to America. It's we've only seen the same five people for like tour, and then yeah, so five
5: weeks of this. Yeah, it's only been we've only seen like five people pretty much for like past two months.
3: Emerson, Remington, myself, and then our filmographer Michael, who was on tour with us. So for those of
4: you guys who don't know, you guys are all brothers. Emerson's not here today, but I guess he's quarantining somewhere else in LA. Yeah, he's,
5: he's at home and he's sleeping
4: he's, I mean, really he's on okay. the
5: worst schedule of all time i think he went to bed last night or at like i think it was like he went to bed finally at like 10. probably 9 a.m yeah i love
3: That's
4: that you guys weird. uh i love that you guys are waking up at three in the afternoon during quarantine because you don't know what day is anyway right nobody it does, knows it like, doesn't matter yeah,
5: do yeah, like, right? not apply <laughs> during quarantine
4: that's true. So I actually took a shower for you guys because I feel like we're friends and <laughs> yeah. presentable I for the interview. That. I can but, you the camera. Thank you. But I could see you guys definitely got dressed up. We should talk about your image for a moment. And for those of you guys who don't know, Pelarel are my friends. They've been on the show before. I want to talk about how you guys are dealing with what's going on today. You have a new record coming out. So obviously we're going to get into the new videos, okay. new record, and you know how you're going to promote this album during this pandemic and what you guys have been going through in the future of music and, and where we are at today with this whole thing. So you guys have this image and we, we've spoken about it before. I love your image and it's almost po- It's almost like post-apocalyptic. You wear there's gas masks in some of your pictures. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, what do they refer to it as? It's steampunk, right? Yeah. You know, have you guys ever seen the steampunk movement?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think with this like whole album, like originally, we, we went on tour with Stone, uh, Stone Sour, which is Corey Taylor from Slipknot. And when we were out with him, that was when kind of the whole conception of... The bastards visuals came into play we were in nashville and i remember having a discussion in some terrible motel 6 in 2018 and we were opening up for Stone Sour at the time and we just decided that boom room side b and the bastards album were gonna have to be two separate albums originally it was all a lot of these songs on this new album were supposed to be on the last album yeah but it just musically didn't make sense it was like a very counter yeah, very dark and very like you know poppy kind of rock stuff going on so we wanted to split the record Our producer agreed to doing two albums and we came up with visuals and it was just something we wanted that it was a symbolization of the album so when you see a gas mask you know it's the bastard's era when you saw the red you know it's the bastard's era so it kind of just all fell into place and it's been a record that we've been working on for about two years now because yeah. we, we tour we haven't we've, we were in la in the past four years for only probably six months because we were touring so much yeah so, so trying come to come back an and make album. an album like in a week at a time and then come yeah. back and then make another song like another song and
4: i want to get into what you guys are doing during quarantine because i know sebastian you got the peloton i'm sure there's some cooking going yeah. on yeah there's social yeah. media dude there's so much going on with that whole thing but this record from the stuff i've heard so far is incredibly catchy The songs are amazing, the videos are amazing. So let's kind of walk through the whole thing because you guys were on tour just up until, what, was it a month ago, a month and a half ago? Me and Sebastian, you know, we talk all the time. And I remember you were telling me some of the shows that started to get canceled. It was around, would you say like the beginning of March when this started, when you
3: started? So the beginning of March is we were, so we did, we started the tour in early early February. We did all of the UK, all the shows were sold out. It was going great. It was funny, we were having shows canceled because Remington was, like, climbing on things and they wouldn't yeah. even let us finish the shows half the time. So we were, like, we were playing in Glasgow and they shut down the show before the doors even opened because they thought Remington was going to be a risk to the audience.
4: Was this and, pre-corona or was this just... This is, just pre,
3: this is pre-corona. This is yeah. just so, your
4: normal stage antics, right?
3: Exactly. Yeah. So when that all happened and then it came into March, we were, we were going into, like... We were in finland we were in sweden and or norway and sweden and we were coming down it's doing like all the eastern european shows and we started get hearing about like okay coronavirus coronavirus like a little bit more and was ramped up and people are being more cautious they're saying won't well, we do the meet and greets not to touch anyone and we're like okay yeah. we need to start paying attention to that but then it was when we were waking up and we were going over the border yeah, and was, normal uh, border border crossing and we were woken up by guys in hazmat suits on our tour bus, checking, checking our, our temperature, temperature yeah. and making us sign these documents that we're not going to be sick, not bringing anything into their countries. And it was like, it started becoming really real. And we were getting phone calls about Milan being canceled and Spain was being canceled. Yeah. And Sweden. Sw- uh, Sweden was already, like oh, Switzerland. 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 Yeah. And we had to make the, co- you know, the decision when we were in Poland after the gig, we we're like, we need to finish this tour up and we uh, were like, you know, we need to get home. And then that was right when Trump announced that they were going to close, you know, flights coming back to the States. Yeah, so we had to rush back, get like the quickest flight out of there or else we would have been in stuck. And they didn't yeah. specify at that time if you're an American citizen, you're allowed to come back. They just said no flights back to America. So we were like, are we going to be stuck in Prague for the rest of this? Yeah. And so we got to Paris, <laughs> took a flight back, and it was good. So we, we got back, but it sucks. We had to cancel four months of tour.
4: But prior to that, you had played just about up to the day that he made that announcement, correct? I mean, I feel Oh, yeah, like yeah we, we
3: played we, that, we, we were, that. We played, thing, we played man, the yeah. last show in Poland ever since this has happened.
4: So. And were people starting to, do you feel the crowds were starting to dissipate? Were people starting to take no. it very seriously? Or at that point, it hadn't become a it, thing yet? It hasn't
3: been. And that was the thing. We look back at footage and we've been doing these weekly episodes called Bastards Television, that kind of show. A visual throughout the whole touring for our, this past tour, and it's crazy to see how like people's tone was towards coronavirus. It was kind of like, oh, okay, coronavirus, whatever. And then yeah. seeing where it is now, like there's no, it's night and day. You know, yeah. everyone wasn't really taking it seriously and precautions with it, and I think everyone's taking it seriously now because it has to be. T- of
4: course. T- t- and let's so, talk about it for a moment. Do you guys have friends that have gotten you know, the coronavirus? Yeah. Do you one, yeah. have, one of our,
3: yeah, one our really of. good friends in a, uh, another band, from the Empire, He, uh, Brandon, he got coronavirus. They were in Asia, and then they came back and he got it. So... Yeah, um, and then because uh, I was concerned
4: about you guys when you were touring in Europe, because that's where my friends that have gotten it have gotten it from Europe when they were there. Yeah, yeah.
3: We, I don't know. May- maybe we've just drank too much good
5: liquor and
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: I, I don't know. Like we drank so much alcohol, I think it. We just might have burned anything that possibly came into our system. No, but it, it
3: it it's really sad to see the state of the world and kind of like trying to keep positive. I think is the hardest thing for audience for us as a band, you know, the music industry has no idea what they're doing. And they pretend like they do, but no agent, no record label. because yeah, You can't predict. You can't predict. Gonna go. You don't know what the yeah. time, you know, everyone's like, oh, we can go on tour in June. I'm like, that's not going to happen.
4: Yeah. And I'm you know? reading things that the live concert scenarios won't come back till fall 2021. Yes. So, and which is really scary because as you guys know, you have to book tours way out in advance, right? Exactly. So with the remaining dates you guys had, have you already postponed them? Have you rescheduled them?
3: So so we've, we've had our dates that we couldn't finish in Europe. Those have been rescheduled for August and September, but Milan just, or Italy just announced that they're not allowing any shows till 2021 fall or they're talking about it. And so we're going to, we might have to, we have like a bunch of festivals and whatnot, but Obviously, if it's one show, that's not going to be able to be done. I, I don't see how Europe's all going to like. It might be decided by each different uh, country to say, all right, you know, no shows here, no shows here, which will make touring incredibly hard if you can't be driving through those countries. Yeah, you know. So, we um, that's postponed our American tour. We're supposed to start this Friday, and we're supposed to be doing shows at like the Wiltern and Webster Hall and all these incredible venues across America and that tour is uh, put on by Live Nation and Live Nation's like kind of saying no touring at all. And so now we're like, yes, we're with Live Nation now, but we're under their umbrella of a tour that they're not gonna allow the shows to go on because
5: they're such a big corporation. Yeah, so, they don't wanna take any risk, I get it. You yeah. know, safety first. but. And
4: have you guys given any thought about releasing the record during this time period? Because obviously to promote the record, it's normally live shows. I think
5: think it was like weirdly, like it's a perfect time to put out a record. You know, like people need music. People need music right now. You know, they're everyone's stuck at home right now. And so we, yeah, sales might not be great due to this because there's no, people can't go into stores and buy a CD, but. Honestly, I think people just need music. So I think think it's a perfect time to put out a record.
3: We've been, our our whole entire career, we've been a product of the digital world. You know, we, we were a rock band that was able to come up through the social media ages. And I think everyone's like, you're a rock band and you're able to have this platform and play, you know, sold out shows across the world. Like, how did you do it when there's rock bands can't even do the Viper Room? And I think it was because we adapted to social media so much. So putting out a record digitally is like okay, yeah, that makes a lot, of, a lot of sense. Yes, the physical records won't be able to come out till the fall, whenever you know vinyls printed and CDs are printed. But yeah. our fans, like we, are not going to starve them of music during these times. And um, we've put out two music videos since we've been home. We've done four like real live streams, like multi-camera.
5: I set it up in our garage. Yeah. Like yeah, so I want to talk you know, about real that. Real we're yeah. getting creative, and uh, you know, I feel like there's always going to be a way that we can kind of get our creativity out and kind of like make most of being home at this time you know we're working on another record right now and uh, working on music videos and all that good stuff
4: but let's talk about it. you guys you're being incredibly humble I mean you guys have always been ahead of the curve with technology and connecting yeah. with your fans you look great your songs are incredibly catchy I'm not Thanks. saying that just because we work together I'm saying <laughs> I truly believe that I believed in you guys since the day we met you know, me and Sebastian have been friends before we even, as you know, started working together. So for a band like you guys, at the, the fan connection is so important and you've always used technology. You've got your, you know, you, you have your YouTube show that you've done. Like, how are you connecting with your fans at this time? I know that you just talked about doing some live shows. I've seen that yeah. you a Hot Topic sponsored live yeah. show. By the way, if you want to break out a guitar at any point, we can get yeah. a couple bars of the new song because It's amazing We'll come back in just a moment And maybe we'll play a few bars And then I want to hear how you guys are actually dealing With being stuck at home in the quarantine Cool We'll be back in just a moment And we'll be back with Palais Royale
3: You're listening to Lips LA With Scott Lips
4: Our show today is brought to you by the fine folks At Thursday's Boot Company You guys have seen me rocking these boots In every other picture I have on Instagram I'm always repping them Thursday's Boots is a bootstrap startup that makes the best handcrafted boots and sells them direct to consumer at some of the lowest markups in the footwear industry. Thursday's Boots' tagline is highest quality, honest prices because they use some of the best materials like full grain leather, supple glove leather lining, and gold standard Goodyear welt construction. Thursday's Boot Company sells their boots at prices starting at just $149 with free shipping and returns. They've been featured in all the best fashion press, from Esquire to GQ to Cosmo and Vogue. And more more importantly, they've gotten over 20,000 five-star reviews from real customers. Thursday's Boots are perfect for people who understand quality and don't want to pay a high retail markup for a great-looking pair of boots that are built to last. So check them out at Thursday's Boots on Instagram. My favorite shoes, my favorite boots. You always see me repping them. You'll love it.
3: You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips.
4: Hey guys, welcome back. We are back with Palo Real and and uh, we have a uh, special surprise for you guys now. We're going to actually play uh, Hang On To Yourself. These guys are not quarantining in different houses. They're next to each other. So yes, we have, we're yeah, brothers. So I
3: think we,
5: you know, like it might be weird with the Zoom. I don't know if there's any lag or anything. So if we were in different places, that might be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm in the face, dream girl. Messed up, goatee, poppies, and bells. Wearing in my new coat sweat. mute up, deadbeat, beach, mine, and bread. Took a lot an automatic bang, bang, in the side of a short, short bit evil hand. Speak a lovely letting party fight, fight, so sure you do better leave. don't, yourself. Say on to yourself. Say on to yourself. Say I yourself. black you out? Got Guaranteed, cocaine, yeah. champagne, empty his sleeves. I've seen this black sauce, you were spooned. Down the baby's light of the moon. We got the love and automatic, bang, bang. Give me shot, it's short, short, better leave a plan. we got love, let's say bang, bang all about it, short, short, and leave and to yourself. say on yourself. Lay yourself. on to yourself.
4: I would clap, but I don't want it to mess up everyone's ear. So, that's incredible. Might be the first live Zoom concert I've ever really been a part of. So right, incredible.
3: right, yeah, first live Zoom. It's funny. Yeah. It's like we've been doing the live stream stuff, and we've been when we put out Lonely. Um, it's it was so ironic that Lonely came out the day we had to leave tour, and yeah, so we was, were we were flying back from Paris. We were in the hotel room. Lonely came out. It's supposed to be the big push of a song that goes from the label to the radio and everything, and it was just like very, you know, interesting to see that came out and then everyone had to be alone. And so it was kind of weird that the song came out in such a yeah. lyrically, like it's, it's a, you know, very dark. and It's kind of like a weird timing, but it just kind it's of, it's our uh, like, like,
5: fastest growing single of all time. So that's,
3: amazing.
4: Yeah. You yeah, guys I, are featured uh, on Spotify playlist uh, the other day, it, which is it, incredible.
3: It's, it's been amazing. It's like we, I've looked at all the Spotify playlists and Little Bastards, Bastards in the American Dream, Lonely, and um, uh, and you'll be fine still. Like, we are, we're across like 40 different playlists on Spotify right now, and it's just – YouTube, when you go to, like, the rock hit playlist right now, we're the number one video with Little Bastards. I'm amazing. Like, I, I've never seen that with our whole entire band, and now we're at home and we're, like, stuck. And yeah. You know, you're looking at the phone, and like, you're seeing
5: all the stuff. But, yeah, you just, just want to go out and play shows and I celebrate, and it's just, like – all right, another Twinkie. All right, let's
4: <laughs> Well, let's talk about that for a moment. Did you guys decide on the concept of doing the video? Because the video for Little Bastards is almost like anime. It's this great, it's yeah. it's a, an animated version of you guys. Was that decided with after the coronavirus came about? Because obviously you couldn't be in a physical room to do this video. So
3: or, originally Emerson's been uh, drawing and writing the whole graphic novel for this album. And so the album comes out with like a graphic novel. And uh, so it kind of like... You know plays off the lyrics plays off the music videos but originally this this song was necessarily supposed to be a mixture of animation world and live action so we started on the animation idea right when all this started hitting and we were like we can't we can't go shoot no one's going to work no one's going to want to film a music video right now so yeah um we just said you know what let's stick to animation anime, animation side of it and it was it was crazy because we're stuck in a house and there's toxic stuff coming from the outside world into this home, and we have
5: to use our the gas mask. The gas mask to protect and it was yourself. funny because we were like, that yeah, we wrote out the animation video before this whole thing went down. And it's like, it was weirdly perfect timing. In the um, terrible situa- situation. In this horrible situation, but the gas mask kind of came at like a very unique time in our, in our culture.
4: Yeah. And we should talk about Emerson's an amazing artist, and I think he did some of the inside artwork for this new album. So yes. he did
3: old artwork for the inside of the album um the photo the main photo was done by our friend ashley and um emerson does all the foldouts. so you know like as as you are especially it's like we love being able to open up a vinyl and see old artwork yeah you know, bands like cream that. cream like had some of the best artwork you can get lost in it and to see emerson's really like that's where we've developed underground and under all those you know art bands were where we got all inspired inspiration from and then the music side all obviously like the stones and whatnot but emerson just dives in and each record gives out like a whole fold out of, like from left to right huge art piece that we end up using as our backdrop on stage as well so you get immersed into the world from the album by looking at it then you come to the shows you see that with all the lights and all the signs and stuff and it's really cool. We connect our uh, records to our actual live show and it's not like someone designed the album for us and then someone designed our stage show for us. It's like we're 100% hands-on.
4: Even with the merch, you guys have your own line of cosmetics. So let's talk about all your products. You have all these things going on, right? So your own line of cosmetics and your own merch that's doing really well.
3: Yeah, Yeah, um, we've been doing the makeup. We've been starting doing Emerson really took on this tour. We were doing pop-up shops because you, you go into music venues and you sell your merch, and they end up taking a set of premium rate of your merch sales. And it's really difficult to survive no matter how much merch you do sell. So we got really smart and started opening up our own pop-up sh- sh- stores in every single city, we're, or not every single city, but most of the cities. Yeah, like the, the, the main,
5: main targeted cities. Like London um, and Amsterdam. And so Paris. Emerson was like, I don't think he had one off day on that tour because he was just constantly, like, always doing something. So he worked his little butt off. And then, um, as far as like cosmetics go, you know, we're, we never always just want to be like a band that just does the music. Obviously, music comes first in anything that we do, but we want to make everything so visual and so so unique. So, doing things like a clothing line and cosmetics, and you know, just um, you know, because we're starting to like lessen our music videos like the typical format and turning them into like short films almost. So, we're just trying to do what. You know, just trying to be more creative and do more than just just music. Really and, it, that's and it's so important. And
3: it's exciting because I think it keeps us happy with what we're doing. Definitely
5: keeps us entertained. You know, you know?
3: It, there's always every day there's almost a like a life or death kind of situation. Like <laughs> we need to get this video done. We need to do this, and it's like it, it's an interesting format. But it's all three of us are so invested heavily into creation for from music to all the way to the makeup stuff so it's it's three heads budding at all times but it, it's great you know it's yeah, not you just to, you fight
4: like brothers for sure
3: yeah exactly <laughs> oh, yeah we, we go at it we definitely
5: <laughs> fight but uh, yeah, honestly recently yeah i mean <laughs> quarantine is We're yeah we're all separated at this point um but yeah it's you know whenever we fight um you know i think our love outweighs the hate for each other so that's always good definitely. and um You know, I just, I I couldn't imagine doing this without them, you know, in a weird way. I couldn't imagine doing music by myself. It's just,
4: it's just. Yeah, but you have an undeniable chemistry that's incredible. And that's why you guys stick together. I mean, there's so many examples of brothers that fight. I mean, let's not, you know, the Oasis is of the world. I heard the other day that I guess Oasis was trying to reform and do something for the coronavirus and, you know, Liam was into it and Noel said, I'd rather burn his house down than to actually get back together with him. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. And it's
5: supposed to be for such a I mean, cause that's yeah,
4: not It's no, It's crazy. You, you it's can't crazy. be selfish. Yeah, you
5: can't be selfish during this time.
4: But for guys that are constantly on the move, because I will say yeah. that's one thing we definitely have in common. You're super motivated. You guys work harder than almost any other band I, I know how are you adjusting to what's going on right now in culture i,
3: I wanted to ask you the same question you are out every single yeah. day you're like i want to get lunch you want to get dinner yeah. like i don't think you eat at home so it's funny to see you having to be oh home God. cooking <laughs> and i just feel like you're always you're a social butterfly like all of us and it's like you're just like let me go out and i totally imagine for you for us we're on tour all the time so we're constantly in a different place and disoriented yeah. so being in the same place is a really interesting thing um
4: do you find you it hard to adjust? I'm, so you
5: know, I'm, not, I'm not very good alone. I'm not I'm not very good by myself. So Look, it's it's taking a lot of adjusting. I think the most I've spent with myself in the past like five years of touring is maybe like eight hours. Literally, I'm always surrounded by, by people, yeah. no matter what. So this is like this is like such a different thing for me, just trying to learn how to be alone. And, it, very, and how are
4: good. you adjusting? Are you adjusting in the way that you're finding it's really hard for you? or?
5: Yeah. So, I mean, I still have, um, I'm staying with my friend, Michael. So it's like, we still have, but whenever he like goes out for like a day or something or like leaves the house, I'm just like, now what? Yeah. You know, okay. so I'm, I'm adjusting slowly but surely, but I'm writing a ton of music. And then I just bought um, like a fixer up or a car. So I'm like just working on that.
4: Amazing. And let's yeah, talk about I- the new record. Was the process of writing this... Any different? Did you write it on the road? Did you write it at your studio? The,
3: at, for, for, yeah, like this whole record, we was completely flipped from how we normally do albums, and it was great because we wrote the first song that was really wrote for like that kind of started the new the new sound of the record we were doing we had a song called masochist we had a song called redeemer and "Wasted," and that was when we decided boomer room side b and we need to have another album to change the direction yeah so we wrote the song called stay in february of 2018 and then the first time right before boomer room side b came out in september of 2018 in august we went to topanga canyon and we wrote songs like "Fucking with my head tonight's that i die yeah. and then we came back on tour, from tour in 2019 and wrote Massacre's The American Dream. Yeah, we went to anxiety. this,
5: uh, we went to Joshua Tree for about two weeks. Just bought out, like, so much alcohol yeah. and just, like, pretty much quarantined ourselves yeah, in did. this house. We weren't allowed to leave. We told each other no, we can't leave. You have, we have to. to write at least five songs for this record. So we pretty much quarantined ourselves. And there was, the closest neighbor, I think, was maybe, like, a mile and a half away. Yeah. So we were in the middle of nowhere in Joshua Tree, and we just set up and played
3: the loudest, darkest music I think we've ever wrote as a band. Yeah, incredible. We were, yeah,
4: tell we me the story really... behind Lonely. So yeah, Lonely, Lonely, um,
5: Lonely came about. It was it was crazy. Um, I think we were coming back from Australia in September. Yeah, and, and I that was, was when
3: the band was broke up. We just did a tour with Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Yeah, and and we were we, just, a, we were not feeling it anymore. You yeah, know, we, we were,
5: were we were worn out. We were tired. We we haven't we were going we for were like four years straight. Four years straight. Yeah, yeah. and um, I was coming back. I didn't sleep for like I think it was like thirty six hours or something because we got on the plane, and then I can't sleep on flight so that was like a nice twenty hour flight, and then so um, and then I was like on my Uber back from LAX to to my house, and I was just like. I was just kind of like, I was in a really dark place and I was just writing these lyrics down. And then while I was like still in my Uber, I like, I sent those lyrics to my producer. And he's like, these are great. He's like, um, do you just want to come over right now? I'm like, dude, I haven't slept in so long. He's like, perfect, come over. And so we recorded and uh, finished the whole song in about two hours. And I think it's it definitely, yeah. you know,
3: it's one of those songs that came together so quickly and we finished up in the studios. Normally, as a band, we are always in one room and we just play super loud. And I think the only thing that even was guitar-wise that I even put on it was, like, just Just probably 40 seconds, like, playing one single, like, yeah, yeah, as you know, like, going through a second verse. And it was kind of a different approach, but it's like, kind of gives color to our
5: album. It doesn't say, here's a rock record, like, fast drums, fast guitars for 12 songs, you know? know, There's diversity. I I like to think of ourselves not as a rock band, but it's just, like, just as artists, because I never want to be... You no, know, defined as one genre because we started with rock and yeah because yeah, this band we you know we never know what type of song we're about to write next you know it can it can lead us anywhere but that song it was it was so different and it was so unique and um it was funny because i kind of forgot i i wrote that song because i was so delirious at that point and so i went home and like i slept for like 20 hours after that and then my producer sent me the song and i woke up i was like Well, what is this? And I was like, oh my God, it's right. That wasn't a dream. Like we actually recorded the song last night and uh, it turned out amazing. And it was, yeah, it was like one of the simplest songs that, you know, as far as the process goes, but. I think truthfully though, it's like one of the most
3: honest, honest songwriting that Remington's ever done lyrically. And I think it's really, it told the story of how we were raised. And it's, I think we normally with music videos, we don't go really personal with it it's more of a storyboard and i think when it came to the actually the filming of the music video remington took like full control of directing it and it said we need to like actually show because there is so many kids that are like
5: in this world that probably going through the the same same thing thing that we went and and you need to show that you know like it's always it's always great now showing like these big grand grandioso videos of you know a a big storyboard but i i kind of wanted to tell the story of you know, what, what my childhood really was like. And, um, you know, to let people know that like somehow I made it out I and mean, if you're going through something similar, like you can, you can do it too.
4: And the video is incredible. I mean, you're digging a grave. There's you uh, you wearing yeah. a dress. I mean, the, the storyboard behind that, what was the, the sort of storyboard concept behind that?
5: Um, it was just kind of like telling the story of like, you know, me uh, as a kid and, you know, kind of what I went, what I went through and, you know it's um you know some some people don't think you know what what happens to you as a kid you know kind of crosses over into your adult life and it really does you know the way that you're you're raised and everything um so yeah i wanted to tell that story you know my story
4: we'll be right back in a moment with the boys from palais real
3: you're listening to lips la with scott lips
4: so we're back with the boys from palais real we were just talking about uh uh, off mic with a friend of mine, actually, Joey Benna who was on the show not long ago that actually was in a coma from the coronavirus. And yeah, he's all right. He's doing better things. I mean, it's a crazy time. And and as we were just talking about it, mental health wise, it's hard. You know, I'm as uh, you guys know, I, I do go out all the time. I don't think yeah. I've cooked a meal at my house in five years. So I'm becoming a great cook. I'm working out every day. I'm doing strange things that I never did before. But what are you guys doing during this quarantine that the listeners want to know? Are you cooking? Are you?
3: Are yeah, you- I, I love from them, you know, ever since we were living back in Vegas, I, my mom kind of, she was like, I'm done cooking for you guys, cook for you guys for like 15 years, you know, and I was like 15. So I started learning how to cook. And so I started cooking for the boys. And when we were on tour, I would cook all the time. So it's really easy adjusting for me, you know, I'm just like, cook yeah. every meal. And with my fiance, Larissa, she doesn't cook at all. So she's like, she's loving it that I'm actually a good cook. So I'm not just like trying to pretend like I know what I'm doing. And so that's been good. But I honestly, it's been trying to stay positive and it's like you wake up every day in this law and I think the only way like I stay mentally stable in the sense is I go on runs you know luckily like I, I live in an area where like I'm not near people if I go on a run and I just run down Mulholland and it's great and um no one's on the road it's like the weirdest thing you just see people on bicycles on the hall and now and you're like this
5: is a strange
3: like yeah, it's like the walking
4: yeah. dead it's like come to it, life it's crazy it, yeah
5: it's it's so crazy it's like watching like 28 days later when he's just like walking around the city it's like what the fuck happened? It, and that was uh like the peloton bike like i'm so happy you turned me on to that because <laughs> yeah. i have
3: one and like i can use that as much as i need i have a pool table in the in, in our place i have a piano so like i'm content with entertainment but you now got a it's nice good. setup I have a nice setup I'm so happy I do because I went on tour I'm like oh shit like I'm not I'm in a bus and it's amazing but I have this beautiful house like that I can come back to and now it's like I'm so glad I like made that made the decision with my fiance to get a new place because it's like the best place to be quarantined so I'm really fortunate in the situation but I, I'm regardless of like the view or anything it's just like I just want to work. I just want to see people. I need the human connection. You yeah. go from tour seeing two thousand kids in front of you every day, seeing your words, going crazy, and every night's a blast. And then coming home and it's 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 routine, and you have to kind of shake things up a little bit. I think us. I, yes, I'm dressed like this, but this is how I get dressed probably like five days out of the week. Just do you wear I
4: a, do you own sweatpants, Sebastian? I feel like you. Don't.
3: Um, it, it's a,
5: I don't know what like do. you guys do. <laughs> I I
3: have
5: the pale pajamas. Them. I either see him like completely bare ass or in a suit. It's like no in between.
3: I'm
4: yeah. not wearing pants right now. No, I am. That's like, that's, that's um, good <laughs>
5: though. That's uh, uh, what's
3: his name? The guy from The Office. Uh, John uh, John Griffith. Yeah, yeah. I
4: can't pronounce his last name either. Yeah, I know. Some good news.
3: I'm such yeah. a fan of the show. Yeah, have, have, have you seen yeah. this? It's great because he's yeah. like, I'm not wearing pants. It was really <laughs> people are like drawing him. Watch
5: like, like the Steve Carell one. That was amazing. I,
3: I think it's great though like people are finding it. Like people are adapting incredibly quick. Quick to, as entertainers, you still have to entertain, even though you're in a situation that you don't have production. And I think it's really showing like the true artistry in like creativity levels through these people that are just willing to try anything in regardless of their homes they're making sets they're making things that are entertaining and yeah you know it's it's adapting in a different way but also i feel like the entertainment business is going to fall flat on its feet because it, or on its face i should say it's, Honestly, because, <laughs> its, feet, yeah. it's because it's just like The artists and the entertainers are now finding new platforms to like be creative and give outlets to their audience and you don't need a big studio to do things to entertain people and i think we were getting to this point that people are spending hundreds of thousands millions of dollars sometimes on just like on little tv shows or on on podcasts and and doing like youtube shows and now you don't need much you have a phone film yourself be entertaining and if you're entertaining people will still watch it
4: you know i always say this is coming live from my living room but let's talk about your contemporaries like uh youngblood so he's doing his own variety show right and i feel like you guys could pull off something like that very easily because you have the charisma you have the talent you have a lot of friends you know is that something, have you thought about doing well, we, other types we, of content to promote this we, record? Well,
3: that's what, that's what we've been doing with our live stream, Lonely, with uh, Pally Rao. We did it for three weeks, and we had our friend, before it got a little bit too hectic, but because our friend Frankie does magic, he was doing magic. Um, we All right, play- I, I saw
4: Frankie's magic with you one night. Yeah, It's, it's yeah. so,
3: so good. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, we've we been just trying to keep it interesting, doing like Q&As and playing acoustic songs. And our friend Michael that was on the road with us, he was like the, the host. The host yeah. of the show so everyone's in suits like we all sit on the couch you have all the palette like memorabilia behind us. and yeah i mean
5: we're trying to make most of it um but yeah for mostly for like this this downtime i've been like you know writing out the next music video i've been like writing new music and it's so funny because like i like sebastian said i I miss the human connection so i call sebastian at least four or five times and he never
3: i never called
5: i never (laughs) called I i just because he can talk forever, and it's just nice to talk to someone.
4: <laughs> you find yourself, I have like ex-girlfriends that call me from like seven years ago. Hey, I was just thinking about you. I'm like, you haven't thought about me in seven years, but, okay. <laughs> Why but is it's great to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. So in terms yeah, of, like, like, let's, on, on, a, on a serious note, though, the financial implications to, a, to touring, you know, because obviously you guys make most of your money through touring. It's yep. not through record sales, it's through merchandise. How is this going to affect you guys? What sort of plan B? I mean, what does this mean to you during, you know, um, yeah, if we get never, this home for a year?
3: We I, I think when it comes to this, it's like it's still setting settling in. And I think as a business side of things, we've definitely have a lot of things like ready to go for in the sense that if this pro if this continues and we're not allowed to do anything, but there's gonna be a point that we can leave our homes and you know. We're we're definitely gonna be doing a lot of live shows, but making them interesting, not just filming ourselves playing a concert because you know, if you've been to a concert, you've been to a concert and without an audience concerts are a little
5: it's a little weird. A little weird. So we wanna do I'm a show pony. I gotta have that gotta have the the fans in front of me um
4: but, but although your shows yeah, are not normal shows i mean remington then, you're climbing on the pa know, it'd system be weird like
5: climb the... like in my kitchen and just right. be, or de- yeah. be wrong yeah so that's driving into would, the be,
4: sink or something you know yeah
5: <laughs> exactly i don't i don't have the most trusty light fixture so just like pop right at all <laughs> yeah
3: no, we, we we've been doing the acoustic thing a little bit more because it's like the most honest way to connect a song to people and also, you don't need to have a full band. And luckily, the three of us are still here. Um, our bass player, Daniel, he's still in England. Like, he never left. He just mm-hmm. stayed in Europe. He and loves it there. He was it there. He's very happy in London right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's definitely for the financial thing. It's a little scary to see that we've worked our asses off sleeping in vans, sleeping in SUVs, traveling across America. We finally got tour buses and selling, out you know, really decent-sized, you know, arena like small arena stuff and like big theaters and it's really
5: exciting but now it's like that's kind of taken away from us it's stripped mm. yeah it's and, um but you know we, we consider ourselves like the luckiest people in the world we get to play music for a living and honestly we're just excited to get back and until that point you know we can just create you know we can just create with each other and that's the whole point so i'm mm. not i'm not too upset you know like it's, it's
3: talk horrible. about the ways we're that you'll on. promote this but, record yeah, so to, for promoting this record, it's it's we did this thing actually because we understand, or I, I don't think a lot of people actually do understand, is that when a record comes out in this situation, as of May first or May, it was like May tenth, the uh, the record industry said that no physical records will count towards first week sales, and we've been pre have our album out for pre orders for about a month. And we've done really well with physical sales because of the artwork and everything that comes with it in the bundles. We've been doing, like, gas masks and, like, all these things, like, little, like, merch ideas that come with the record. And those have been doing incredibly well. But now they've finally, now they've told us, like, those will not count towards your first week's sales. The only Mm. thing that will count will be streaming and digital sales. So with the digital sales, we've been doing this thing since we have so much downtime for all the fans that download or pre-order the album and send send them proof we are sending like five seconds, 10 second like little personalized message, video messages for the fans. Yeah. And, um, we, That's uh, awesome. it's
4: a great idea by the way.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, we got nothing, we else, got to got do, nothing right? else to do and the kids will love it. Everyone. I think the fans entirely will love it. So, um, I don't know if we're so when you buy
4: a record, you actually record a message for every single fan out there. Every
3: single fan. I, that's the plan. If you send it in, and, you know, you send in all the right
5: information, we will.
4: Send you send, you send a letter. us proof
5: that you bought our record. We will send you a video, a personalized video. We're That's have, amazing. We're, we're we're already at like it's like
3: says six thousand five hundred in like the past couple of days. I'm so like, we got we
5: got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely got some work to do, but.
3: Um, so
4: you really won't be leaving your house in the next few right, months. So.
5: Oh, and we're not going to be leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Even when the quarantine's over, we're still going to so be, be still, be still, still, still videos. doing videos.
4: <laughs> and is there anything good that's come out of this for you guys? I mean, do you feel like, you know, whether it be movies on demand or getting in better shape because you're on the Peloton every day um, or getting the right I, songs more? I mean, what is it that, is there any sort of positivity that comes out of this for you guys?
3: I, I definitely, I, I've been, I made one of like the, like the second, or the guest bedroom. I finally made it into like a studio room and like repainted everything made it really nice in a setup and i've been practicing guitar more in the past like two and a half weeks than i've practiced guitar in like four years from touring you know you play the same songs over and over again i'm sitting there like practicing scales like i'm 12 again and it's really like a cool thing because I've never have time to practice because it's always we're rehearsing. We're rehearsing for a tour. Or we're doing all the promos. We're doing the things. And you don't get any alone time. You're always writing for a record. You're always writing for, you know, you're always rehearsing for a tour. And now it's like, oh, I have so much time. I can play piano all day and I can play guitar all day. And I'm finding a new love and connection for it. And it's really exciting because I've never had that. We've been just touring so much. And it's just like dressing room show dressing room show dressing room, and that's that's it and it's an amazing life but now i get to like sit back and be like what do i like musically like, yeah
5: you know yeah it's it's weird because i've also been doing something similar like i've been like training my voice to be like i'm doing like more like vocal techniques and stuff and like just honestly just learning from youtube like how to sing different types of ways and it's and then i just bought my first car so that that's been amazing. fun what'd you yeah, buy so. A sixty nine Mustang.
4: Amazing! I love sixty nine. So, uh,
5: she's kind of a piece of shit right now, but uh, I'm gonna fix her up real nice. <laughs>
4: That's awesome. So, yeah. besides that, any great movies or shows? obviously there's Tiger King. There's Unorthodox. Uh,
5: uh, Tiger King's uh, so, been
3: keeping me going. Yeah, I did. The, I, yeah, keeping I mean, me going. The problem is, like, I, I have to binge watch things because now I feel like our uh, the way we live with entertainment for on demand, like Netflix and all, and like and all that stuff. You need to have like shows that you just get hooked on and watch in this situation and i'll i'll get into like 10 minutes of a new season i'm like don't like it next thing so i'm trying to find things but I, i've watched i've really watched curb your enthusiasm so much already and same um yeah that's like honestly like i, I feel like I, i've never watched this much tv yeah. yeah movies like are really hard to find since i feel like i've watched all my favorite movies but i'm revisiting like records that i haven't listened to in a while and like yeah. listening from the top of the album to the bottom of the album be like, wow, that's fucked. Like, I'll go on a run for an hour and listen to two records or a record and just, like, get back into li- enjoy being a music fan again, you know?
4: I have to say, the new Strokes record's pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't really listened to Pearl Jam in many years, but this new record, at least it's rocking, so it's cool. So anything yeah. else that you guys are discovering while you're at home there that uh, any other hidden um, talents we should know about?
3: Oh, we, I've got really, really good at poker. Me and Larissa and myself have been playing poker non-stop. But now it's like I'm playing against
5: one person, so it's like the most... I'm slowly figuring out how much tequila shots I can handle in one sitting, so that's...
6: That's not what that, I've been finding
5: not, out. Oh, <laughs> not that healthy. That's what I've been finding out about myself.
4: Well, when life finally returns to normal, and I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on when that might be. I mean, what do you think it's going to be like? Do you think that concerts are still going to be, you think that people will be afraid of gathering? I'm still I'm have some gathered? serious
5: trust issues with like yeah. shaking hands still. Yeah. I'm going to have like it's going to take me a second to kind of get I, back into it. The bar- the
3: barrier that it's going to be very hard to not break down anymore is what we used to always do it's like we had vips we regardless we were in london we played to you know over two thousand people at our show and we went outside and met everyone on the streets
5: like hugged them all hugged them all and yeah. now like it's, it's something gonna, that's it's made this different, band different band because like human like connection connection and like interaction is going to be still i feel like a little bit limited after the quarantine is lifted um so i'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen but yeah. um yeah, I just want to go eat at a restaurant again.
4: Yeah, yeah. I miss
5: that so much.
3: <laughs> I like, want to go to. I want to I go just to wanna
5: have, I yeah, want to have like fair. a drink with that's my fun. friends and just eat some good food. Yeah, you know?
4: yeah, same. So you think that maybe one possibility is kind of smaller settings where people are not bunched up together? Maybe they're acoustic uh, gigs.
3: We've we've been already thinking about it, and we already know what the situation might turn into. They're not going to allow like. It's, it's, if it was a year ago and this band and this happened to this band, we would find a tour because, like, I, I, I do believe they're going to allow shows for like 300, 400, 500 caps happen again. And you're going to probably have to, like, get your temperature taken. But doing the size rooms we're doing right now, they're not going to allow yeah. the shows. Arenas yeah. are definitely not going to happen. Stadiums are definitely not going to happen. And, With that, festivals, I'm festivals not Festivals are sure. definitely not going to happen. And that's the reality. And, you know, everyone wants to be positive and say, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But the reality is, you don't know the severity of something like this. And yes, entertainment is important, but shows are going to have to be incredibly intimate to, from moving forward. And I think a lot of bands or acts that have really large egos are not going to want to do it because they're like, Oh, it's too small of a show. But luckily like we built our audience through opening at clubs. So yeah. we're like, i played a grocery store. I'm fine. I can, I can, well, well, we've we've already thought with our pop-up shops and all this stuff, there's a lot of ways to keep the fan interaction at an all time high, but also keeping like the distance as well. There's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be a change for, I really do believe another two to three, four years, like of, people getting back into it and of course
5: people going. or we just play like arenas and everyone just stands like six feet apart and then (laughs) we can totally sell it out
4: (laughs) are you you optimistic about the the future
5: (laughs) what's that
4: are you optimistic about the future or do you feel like obviously everyone's scared right now but uh how do you feel about the future
5: i'm I'm, 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 I'm actually glad that the quarantine did get extended so everyone can kind of like stay at home get healthier and so this can kind of go quicker and get back to normal life as soon as possible so if the whole quarantine thing works like like we're gonna be at all gonna be at home for another month anyway so hopefully the sooner you stay at home the sooner we can get back to like, i
3: I, I think though it's going into uh like the venues and stuff it's gonna be a little it's it is gonna be sad for small like owned um you know family owned or small companies that yeah. own music venues because no one's going to be able to do this, you know? And like, it's a, it's a unfortunate thing. Yes. We're with like, you know, a company like live nation that's been doing our tour, but they're really going to find a way to push people out. And it's, it sucks, you know, and um, we'll, we'll see where it takes it, you know, live entertainment and the music industry, but people are going to need entertainment. And I feel like the only thing people are going to get from this is people are going to
5: truly, truly take, they won't ever take live shows for granted they, no. Again, which no, Live music great. will
3: never ever be taken for granted. It is going to be a treat once again. And it, it's like how it used to be. You went to a concert and you remember that concert forever. It's not like, yeah, I went and saw a show. Yeah,
5: you or know? it's not going to be like, oh, you know, I I, I just kind of want to stay home tonight. Or, right, or people I, would be like, they're in town tonight. I'm going to go see the show. I don't I care don't what's care. going or on. Or it's
3: going to be yeah. opening bands. Like I've always been. It's like I, I've been open to seeing opening bands because we were an opening band and that's how we got our, our start. But I definitely feel like more people are going to show up, they're going to show up on time. They're not yeah. going to show up, oh, when's the main act on?
5: Yeah. You know? well, I heard. I heard my favorite song, really
3: Yeah, <laughs> they're going to actually try to enjoy as much as they can. So. Yeah.
4: By so, the way, I don't think they'll take anything for granted after this. I mean, whether it's going to a that, restaurant, I, getting sushi, a you know, movie. I really anything. hope
3: not. Yeah. I, if, if, uh, my thing is, though, like, I feel like people are in, like, three months after this is all clear, really – completely forgetting about it and losing rece- When I see people at grocery stores and they're pissed off and they're yelling it, like, I'm like, calm down. Everyone's going
5: through the same thing, you know? Yeah, it's not yeah. just you. It's not it's just not you. It's not just you. Everyone's yeah. going through very something similar, you know? It's Everyone's everyone. gotta stay at home. You no know, question. Yeah. So-
4: any more collaborations in your future? I know that you did something with the guys from Five Seconds to Summer or New Year's. You did like a very, very cool gig where you guys are doing Warp yeah. Pigs and stuff like that. So yeah. any other collaborations that you kind of have in mind for coming up for next year or this year?
5: Yeah. Um, yeah, we got a few artists in mind. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Obviously, it's like a little trying time right now. But uh, we definitely are up for like some cool collabs here.
4: Awesome. Yeah. Well, the new record drops when? May 19th, is it? May ninth? May 29th, okay, May 29th, download the record, check out the YouTube channel, right? Anything else? Yeah. What else should we plug? We have so much to plug.
3: Notify. Uh, no. no, but I think, uh, a look at all, all the new merch that we just dropped. It's
5: We did like plaid uh, skirts for girls. We did
3: these like really Even cool. guys too. Yeah,
5: well, if, I mean some is it. I like to wear a good skirt. It's like a nice breeze, like in my <laughs> undercarriage.
3: We, so it's nice. We've done the new makeup line. We've done the pajamas. We've done the socks, the sunglasses. There's all these like cool merch ideas that are happening. Um, there's a lot of video ideas that are happening like during this time which is good so we're gonna be yeah, putting my, out uh, some weekly like acoustic live
5: un- unplugged type videos and the next um, uh, music video to come out is gonna be pretty crazy
4: i love you guys thanks for coming on absolutely I I I love you me. scott i'm kind of bummed that i don't get to see you anymore i feel my biggest thing about this whole thing is that i can't connect with my friends anymore and that's the yep. hardest part. So, like, you know, I've tried to do the bicycle thing where it's like eight feet apart, but even that's kind of weird because if you it can't is. talk to your yeah. friends, what's the point of seeing them, right? Exactly. Uh, but uh, hey, man, take care. I'm sure I'll speak to you guys by text, by phone next couple of okay. days. Love you guys and check Love out too, all bro. the music from Palo Real. Love you, Scott. Thank Love you so much for having man. All right, guys. See you soon. So good Bye. to see Bye. you, buddy. See you, you buddy. Too. Thank you. <laughs>
1: My name is Zach Selwyn. You may remember me as a host from ESPN, Attack of the Show, or even Immortalized, that competitive taxidermy show on AMC. We lasted one episode. Anyway, three times a week, I'm bringing you the realest fake news of the day. It's the Saturday Night Live News Desk, but in an audible format. Listen to the Audio Up News Network on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.